Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 50, big episode 50 of the Showbound Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Raskin, here alongside San Jose Sharks prospect, wearing a San Jose Sharks shirt, Ethan Cardwell, cards, 50th episode. How are you feeling, man? Now I'm feeling great. Wearing my San Jose gitch right now. Uh, obviously loving that. So, but yeah, episode 50, you said it. It's a pretty awesome accomplishment. I think it's it's pretty crazy to think we've been doing this for that long now, and it it, it just feels like it's so much fun still. Like I haven't got sick of it at all. Like we come on here every week and we just kind of talk and I don't know, just get to know what's going on, learn more about buddies or guys that we don't really know on the show and stuff like that. So it's, it's been a pleasure to do and just looking forward to another 50, but I think we started it when like early November or late October last year, I know you got the date for me. Yeah. The first (laughs) episode with Cole Perfetti came out November 2nd, 2020. So we're, we're like a week away from, our anniversary here and actually speaking of anniversary i guess i should jump in cards i got you a gift um i was gonna surprise you with it i told you i was i had a surprise gonna come to barry but i just don't know when i'll be able to so i think i'll share with you on the podcast for everybody so everyone go to youtube right now before i show it um but yeah so i got two of these made if you can see no way man that's unbelievable yeah, it says, uh, I don't know if you can read the writing, but it says Showbound, the podcast, 50 episodes published and the date, October 27th, 2021 there. And I got two of them, one for each of us. Oh, thank you. You're at, like, for those of you who don't know Rask, Rask is like the most thoughtful guy ever. He thinks of everything like in business and in like life. So that's actually, that's super nice of you. Um, obviously now the hundredth episode, it'll be responsible for me to get the, get the <laughs> things made for us. So but yeah, man, that's, that's awesome. Thank you. They, they look I, I good. Mean, one more, one more look for the, uh, for the listeners. I don't know if you can see, there's a bit of the glare, um, but it looks good. And I'm next time I see you, obviously I'll, I'll give you yours and I'm, I'm fired up. These look great. I picked them up this morning. Um, yeah, it looks unbelievable, man. Thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm pumped anyway. So, uh, yeah, 50th episode, 50th episode. And we have a returning guest, Jack Thompson, Tampa Bay lightning prospect. Who's just tearing up the OHL and we had a good catch up chat with him. Uh, we do mention it in the interview, but uh, we didn't get into like the full career story with him because we did have him on before. If you want to hear the backstory with him, go to episode 10. Now check that out and then come back and hear from basically where we left off onto where he is now. And a lot has happened uh, since then. So it was a really good interview and we'll get that to you guys in a bit. Um, there was a story I wanted to tell you cards and uh, I texted you that I'd like a funny, embarrassing story this week. So, okay. And then we'll get into some, some other stuff. Like, uh, but I, I talked about it on the podcast last week, how I had my exam on Friday, big, like hard, crazy exam. I did really well, by the way, somehow, I don't know how, but did great. And, uh, so as you can see, there's the showbound poster thing behind me. Right. Um, right. This is where I was writing my exam. Just, I got my desk like I would, and this was whatever. And the way they do it for these online exams, uh, you have to be recorded and stuff. So, uh, it, things red flag, like trigger the proctor or whatever if there's noise if your head leaves a frame like if your eyes are moving and weird things and it triggers the the person watching to to note it so like i said noise triggers them and i'm in the middle of writing my exam and this thing behind me just falls on my head like the it broke the thing holding on the wall oh, broke and it slammed on my head and first of all it scared me just because i didn't accept expect it and then the pucks the pucks fell um so i got scared so i started freaking out i'm like turning like this like i didn't know what happened and it was just like Whatever. And, and I know it triggers like the noise triggers the person watching or whatever. So they have to re they rewatch it after like, and they see the parts that are flagged. So someone, whoever was watching just saw the most embarrassing clip me like mid exam and this thing falls <laughs> on my head and I start freaking out. Um, Bro, that's absurd. And a, if, if somehow some way the person who is marking that saw this, listens to the pod, send us that clip. Cause that's like, <laughs> that's like one of those, that's like one of those Cole Perfetti clips where he came onto the ice and he slips on the mat. That's unreal. I love that. You're, I'm, I'm you're doing like, mid-exam and it just cranked my head. You're doing one of the biggest exams of your life, all nervous. I, I remember talking to you like 20 minutes before and you were like scared and everything. And you're like, oh my God, this is worth so much. I can only picture, I can only imagine just picturing you just freaking out after being hit by that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it very much caught me off guard, but yeah. Um, so some other stuff we want to talk about. Uh, I saw you this week. So for the listeners, me and Karzi, uh, we got to see each other in person as Karzi and the Barry Colts came to play the Niagara Ice Dogs. And uh, we got to hang out after the game and stuff. And um, 
a, po- a goal and an assist for you that game. I know it was a loss, but I mean, I was pretty fired up to see you score. And uh, and uh, yeah, like what was what was your thoughts on the game and, and seeing me? Yeah, no, obviously the best part of my day was seeing you, of course. Uh, <laughs> but uh, like you said, tough loss. It was, it was an unfortunate one. It was a good game, like both ways. Both teams played well. Niagara gave it everything I think they had there. And so did we. And they kind of just came out on top that night. So it, it's obviously unfortunate to lose anytime you lose a game in any super, like any sport or anything like that. And I remember coming out of the room and you were like, why are you so upset right now? You had a goal and assist, but I'm just like, yeah, you know what? I could have had five tonight and still like be pissed off just like with the loss and everything. But no, it was, it was good to see you. Good to see Rochi, Gales, a couple of the boys there. Brock, I didn't get to see Barnsey, but. Yeah, because you took forever getting out of the room. Like half the Brock team was waiting to say hi to you, man. Yeah, no, that's that's on me. So I got to make it up to those boys. So a little showbound bump for them. Sorry about that one. <laughs> um, But yeah, no, it was, it was, it was a pretty good game. Uh, But yeah, enough about the game. It was good to see you Good to catch up. I know we, we don't get that opportunity a ton right now, especially in season, but I'm sure we'll be able to situate that and, and uh, get a few hangouts and get you up to Barry, maybe even me down to Niagara on a day off. Who knows? Yeah. I'll I'll come to Barry at some point. Uh, Oh yeah. That's, that's what I was going to say. Like in the middle of the interview, it just triggered in my mind. Um, and I think I mentioned it, but it was really fun just watching the Colts play again. Like I forgot how fun it was just watching the Colts. Like I, I love the Colts. We, we all know that I, I spent the last year of my life there. I guess it was like a year before COVID, but um, it was just fun to see the team again. So I, I do want to come see a home game at some point and um, hopefully I can bring you your trophy at some point soon too. Um, but yeah, it, it was just a lot of fun for me. It was cool. And, and I got to catch up with like a lot of the guys who I hadn't, like I don't get to speak to as much now. Um, so it was good seeing everybody else. Um, yeah. Now, uh, is there, there was a couple of things I have noted down. Uh, I have another like little story, but do you have anything you want to kind of talk about of the week before I keep going about my stuff? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I didn't mention it last week, but I was going to the Sharks game on, uh, on Oh Thursday. yeah, yeah. Tell us about that. So, Against the Leafs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know we talk about it later in the episode about like the Leafs kind of struggling and everything right now. But, you know, it was it was fun, like getting to go like I was in the platinum seats, too. So like right down by the ice, like it was crazy, phenomenal seats and went down me and my dad and we enjoyed the game. And I wasn't sure what to expect from San Jose. Like they got off to a really good start to the season. So I was like, oh, the Leafs have like a good, young, talented team as they always do. So we'll see what happens tonight. And sure enough, they kind of just like dominated the game, dominated the cycle. And man, San Jose looks really good. And like from what I saw at camp, they just manage pucks so, so well down low. Like that first line of Dolan, uh, Hurdle, and or not Hurdle, sorry, Couture and Meyer, they were just like unbelievable on the cycle. And then it was pretty cool to see like X who we had on the pod, another guy, Jasper Weatherby, who I was at camp with as well, like at rookie camp as well. And these are like two young guys stepping into the lineup in the NHL night in and night out now. And it's crazy to think that like, okay, like three weeks ago, I was skating with you guys at rookie tournament. And now like here I am in the platinums watching you. It, it just kind of puts a perspective on how close you actually are to that, that jump, but still how far your way you are. And like, I I don't know. It kind of just gave me like this motivation. Like it's not that I'm never not motivated to do that, but like after that game, I had like an extra like boost and motivation to like, wow, like I want to play here. Like I want to play in front of 20,000 fans every night. Like that's pretty darn cool. And to like have that as your career, it, it was unbelievable to see the crowd. And then obviously the crowd back in Toronto now too. And that was on a Thursday night, I believe. So I can only imagine the Scotiabank arena on a Saturday night and then the rest of the arenas around the league it's it's pretty special the national hockey league as everybody knows but it was it was a fun experience to go watch that and kind of see the guys I was just skating with a few weeks before yeah it's cool I've I've actually I've only been to one Leafs game um that I can remember I went to one like when I was a kid and stuff but like really small I don't remember and the where I sat was like I don't even know like it was in the 600s it's like people think it only goes up yeah, it was in the. It's called the Ford Fan Zone in Toronto. It's like above where the where like the GMs go. It is horrible. And I didn't even feel like I was at the game. Um, <laughs> it was just awful. So like, yeah, one day I want to go to the Leafs game. Oh, actually, no, that's a lie. I uh, I did get to go. I didn't get to watch it though. I I had like Barry 
uh, I got to do like a thing with Aaron Ekblad last year when I was in Barry. Um, and I got to go to the game, but I didn't really get to watch it. Um, but I got to be like down on the bench and stuff before the game. But yeah, I haven't really watched the game other than way up high. So I want to do that. Yeah. Well, dude, you know what the like the crazy thing is like if you're gonna buy a tickets to a Leaf game now, like unless you have a connection, like the, the prices are insane. That's why I'm never gonna go. Like I just can't. I can't justify spending like three, four hundred dollars for three hours of entertainment. It's just I can't like do it. Like imagine just like two of you. I don't even know. So like you go. Like I was talking to like my dad about it after. It's like wow. Like you could go on vacation, like a single person all inclusive vacation, or you could take you and your girlfriend, you and your wife to a Leafs game for two and a half hours. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, I just can't justify spending that much money on it. Like it, it it's not going to happen for me. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you talk about how San Jose is off to a good, sh- uh, good start. How about Buffalo, man? What about the Sabres? Have you seen this? It's crazy. And to think without Eichel too, that this is going on. And I, I do feel bad for like the Eichel situation and what's going on there. Like, yeah, obviously never know want to kind of see a player go through struggles that he is and stuff, but like Buffalo back to them crazy. Yeah. They're just dominating teams night in and night out. So it's crazy, uh, crazy to watch them from where they started their season last year. I know they were like, Oh, and 16 or something like that. So what are your thoughts on them? I think it's crazy. I think like, I think it's a combination of them in that locker room everyone has been writing them off and stuff. So I think it's a combination of like the, using the hate as motivation and then road teams coming in being like, this is going to be a cakewalk. But yeah, I think like the guys in that locker room are probably just like, everyone thinks we're horrible. Like, you know, they're just probably more motivated than ever. I would think like you, some might want to just quit on them. Like, Oh, everyone thinks we suck. But I think with that group, they're probably just like, you know, what, we've gone through so much just this off season alone. Like let's go out there and just play our hearts out every night. And, Man, it's pretty cool to see. Like, I'm not a Buffalo fan at all, but uh, I I love the Sabres right now. And you know what? I live like 20 minutes from their arena. I've been to a couple Sabres games, actually. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll have to start uh, being becoming a little bit of a Sabres fan. I'm a Kraken fan now, though, man. I'm all about the Kraken. <laughs> Ryan Winterton special. But uh, oh, I was like, it, it's, un, it's unbelievable. And you, you see it so often, though, too, like teams writing other teams off and stuff. But, like, I know we talk about it later on in the episode. Do you think that the Sabres could be a sneaky playoff pick or no way? Oh, this is such a tough one, especially after what I just said. But um, I'll say this. I would be extremely surprised if they did end up making the playoffs. I don't think it can't happen. Like I'm now at the point where like, yeah, they could make the playoffs. I would be surprised though. So I'm not going to say like there's no way they make the playoffs. But it, it would surprise me if it continued and they, and they did make it, yeah. Yeah, it's just like the NHL is such a long season. 82 games, a lot can happen, and things kind of situate themselves as they go on. But I know we've talked about them enough. Let's talk about quickly before we send it over to the episode. I want to talk about Edmonton and Florida. Yeah, a couple undefeated teams there. And uh, Edmonton, is uh, they're really looking good. It's about time, honestly. I, I hate to say it, but... They've had so much potential for so long and it's just, it's about time. Like good for them. I really hope I want McDavid to just break all the records. Honestly, I think like, I hope he gets Stanley cups during his career. I hope um, all the best. And it's good to see a Canadian team doing well too. So, um, you know, Edmonton can make a good run this year. I, I, uh, I, I didn't think about them at all when I was thinking about like who could contend this year, but you know, now heading into the season, like looking at the way they're playing and you know, it isn't all McDavid, but man, like he's doing a lot and, and I could see them going very deep in the playoffs. Yeah. I know we kind of like talk about it every year with Edmonton, so much potential and stuff. And the kind of the game breaker for them will be, can they play in the playoffs? And we haven't seen that from them yet, but I think McDavid's kind of at the point where he realizes like, this is it. Like I got to start performing in the playoffs and getting my team to perform nonetheless. And I'll, I'll kind of flip it over to Florida here quickly and get your thoughts on them because they're looking like an absolute wagon this year. Yeah, they're looking good, man. And Tipper, obviously, friend of the show, he's looking good too. But uh, I actually checked the box score the other night and he had an apple there. And um, it's it's good for Florida, man. They're, they've been, I, I don't want to say like lower end in the league in terms of, well, yeah, they've been lower end in the league in terms of just uh, the way their organization has been looked at and their attendance and stuff like they kind of get joked around about that sort of stuff. Like if teams were to move Florida might be on the list, but now 
it's kind of like a re I don't know if this is a word re, rejuvenation of the market. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and they're looking good. Um, I want them to win. I think it's awesome for, for that market. I think they have a great group of guys and uh, it's just, it's really cool to see a market like that. Hopefully you go for a deep run and just the rivalry with Tampa is so sick. Um, and now it's actually a legitimate rivalry because they're both really good teams. It's not like they hate each other, but Tampa's going to you know be beaten on them every game. It's like, good games there so it's just good for everybody i think i love it yeah it's it's really good to see and speaking of that uh i guess tampa and florida big enough rivals leads us into our guest of the show so with that being said we'll send it over to jack thompson now all right we're pleased to be joined here again for the second time by jack thompson jt what's going on bud not much thanks for having me boys yeah of course and uh as everyone knows, every fan of the OHL, you're absolutely lighting it up this year in Suds. So, uh, obviously, Rask and I have been keeping our tabs. So, you want to just tell us how the season's been going so far? Yeah, it's been good. I mean, it's kind of like every other team in the OHL. We're just trying to feel it out. We're trying to, uh, you know, find our groove, find our identity as a team. I mean, so many young guys on every team. It's going to be a bit of a hectic start and stuff. So, we're just trying to trying to do that and trying to find our identity. And I think uh, we're doing a pretty good job so far. Just uh, keep tracking along. And yeah, obviously a hot start for you yourself. Um, I've been texting you after every game, asking you when it's going to slow down and it just hasn't seemed to yet. So, I mean, hopefully we can keep this all year, but what's going on for yourself? Where are all these points coming from? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I feel pretty confident in my game right now. I uh, had a good off season. Uh, I went to world junior camp, got some confidence from that. And then, Obviously, going to Tampa's camp and getting a couple of exhibition games, you know, just made me that much more confident with the puck on my stick. So I feel like I can make those extra little plays that uh, create offense for my forwards. So a lot of them came off of that and uh, power plays clicking kind of right now. So, you know, a couple of greasy second apples. <laughs> how's, uh, how's your defensive side of the game been? It's been good. You know, I'm still working on that. Obviously, it's uh, kind of like the weaker side of my my game. So. Uh, just getting a chance to work on that in Tampa was big and then take that back here. So I'm still working on it, but uh, it's definitely a lot improved. Are they talking to you a lot? Like the Tampa player development guys texting you after games and stuff right now? Like, is there a lot of contact? Yeah, I've been in contact with a lot of them. Um, actually, the skills development coach was just here in Sudbury the last couple of days. So got the chance to work with him one-on-one uh, yesterday and today. So that's always nice. Okay, that's pretty sick. So, yeah, we had you on last when you were playing in Sweden, living with cards there. Since then, uh, come home and you got to finish the season in the AHL there in Syracuse. So can you tell us about how that went for you? Uh, obviously, you got to play in a game there as well. And um, just tell us about your experience in the AHL. Yeah, it was pretty weird just going off a two-week quarantine. And then we kind of went – I kind of went straight there. So I hadn't skated in like three weeks maybe. So first couple skates, they probably were – you know, wondering who this guy was. And then once I got comfortable and, and, you know, we had great people there, like our skating coach and our uh, head of player development was there for Tampa. So I got to work a lot of one-on-one sessions and get my game into a really good place. And then um, it was the last game of the season that I got to go into. And uh, it was pretty sweet. Um, My first professional game, not counting Sweden, obviously, but first one in North America, Um, going to play Rochester and Rochester was pretty sweet. And, uh, had a really good game, which was really cool. Yeah. So what was it like when you found out, you know, they tell you you're going to play in the game and stuff like, tell us about those kind of 24 hours leading up to the game and how it went. Yeah, I think I live, I live with three other guys in the, uh, in the apartment there in Syracuse. And one of the other guys was our goalie who was going to start that game. And it was his first ever start. So um, I think they just told us at practice. And I know a bunch of us are really excited just because, me and the goalie were living together and we were playing together. So we did a we did a solo lap to start that game off. <laughs> that's sick. Yeah, that's dirty. And while you were in Syracuse, obviously we got some good news and I'll, I'll let you tell the story. But uh, you signed your first NHL deal. So you want to kind of just walk us through uh, how that did, went down? Like, I know you said there wasn't much talk, but like just like the whole experience and how everything unfolded. Yeah, I wasn't uh, expecting it too much, obviously. Um, I played the game on the Saturday night and then uh, all of a sudden, like I was at the golf course with, with three other guys and we were about to tee off and our agent Brett called me and just told me that they were going to offer me a contract. And I, 
you know, it came out of nowhere to me just because I just played yesterday. I thought maybe, you know, give me a couple of weeks, maybe if they're going to give me one and talk about it. But it was right after I played the next day. And, uh, you know, I, I honestly didn't play golf terrible that day. I couldn't hit a ball. I was too, I was too juiced up the whole day. Just fired up all around. But I don't even know. Actually, yeah, I do know the answer to this one. But for the fans, uh, everyone always wants to know what kind of purchases guys are getting when they sign so what uh what did you get yourself uh i got myself a louis vuitton belt yeah so Ooh. looking pretty classy ras it's a nice belt and he likes to flaunt it so it looks yeah, good we're... it's good yeah, luck might as well have you heard uh heard about our partners gavin the hockey wealth management people yep i've heard of them yeah just they're uh They'll let you buy Louis belts and stuff, but I just want to mention for a, a guy like you who's going to be money bags for the rest of your life, um, you know, the people at Gavin, they're former, former hockey players themselves, and they manage money for pro hockey players, and uh, they do a good job doing it, let you know how much you're spending if you're spending too much and how to set yourself up for retirement after hockey where you might not have to work after that if you play your cards right. So just for the listeners, anyone coming up, you can check them out at gavingroup.ca. Um, a lot of our guests on the podcast, our clients are there. They do a good job. So shout out Gavin. Uh, and you might be needing them too with uh, these contracts and stuff. What else you got lined up for, for some purchases, maybe new golf clubs or something. Yeah. Maybe new golf clubs. I don't know. I feel like I, as cards knows, I, I stick with the same clubs I got. I don't have uh, I don't have a three wood or a hybrid or anything like that, but I just kind of stick with my guns. Uh, I've had them for like five years, but I love them. So might keep the golf clubs. Uh, I don't know any other purchases. Maybe just whatever comes along. Don't be yeah. afraid about. Um, maybe you get me and Cardi something for our fiftieth episode here. A little congratulation gift. Yeah, yeah. We'll buy, buy an Axel watch and give it back to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and then oh, I was gonna say just going back to golf because I was looking through one one of the fan questions. Apparently, there's a lot of talk at uh, at OGC that you're now better than Cardi. Is this true? <laughs> I don't know. I mean. <laughs> Definitely days where Cardsy's losing his mind on the golf course that I'd beat him, but he just walks off. Uh, he doesn't finish that round, so I would never know if I would beat him or not. I still probably <laughs> won like once. He just he quits before I beat him, so he can't say that I beat him probably. But I don't know. Yeah, still, still pretty nasty, but I'm getting a lot better actually. Frask, it's it's the best with JT too, because like. Or like anyone, like if I get like I get pretty angry on the course and stuff because like I used to be nasty and now I'm just like I'm still like all right, but like I just have so high expectations as you know, so like I start freaking out. But the best thing about JT is he always has this hard time breaking numbers. So <laughs> so he he had never broken. This is a story going a while back. He'd never broken eighty at uh, at Oshawa before, and uh, I, he was five over going into the last hole. So. All he had to do was make a double bogey. It's a par three. You've played it. And uh, and he makes – and he shoots 79 even. So, JT, I'll let you take it from there. What did you even do off the tee? It was a gong show. <laughs> I think I just started putting the woods <laughs> everywhere. We, okay. Yeah, and it just starts pumping it. The best one is when I, when I was, like, three under on 16 and I never broke in par in my life. And then, like, I was one under going into 18 because I bogeyed the last two. <laughs> three putted 18 for the for the even par round so yeah that was a it's i it's actually ridiculous watching this guy oh actually want to hear a crazy one too rask this one's about me too so like we whatever we're playing club championship this year we haven't played a lot or whatever so i played kind of brutal the first day and then second day i'm like i'm even par going into full 18 whatever like, I'm feeling like, okay, whatever. Like, I played brutal yesterday. Like, at least this is somewhat of a balance back. I get up to the tee. I pull, like, an eight iron. And I'm like, okay, we'll just hit the middle of the green. Maybe make a birdie. We'll see what happens. And boom, hosel shank right into the bushes on the right. Make a triple walk out of there with a 75. So, just an absolute debacle. And 18's got the best of us way too many times. Sickening. We might have to get a, a one-on-one showdown showdown with you two and uh, and duke it out, see who the better put, – put it to an end day and see who's better. Yeah, there's yeah. no walking off the course either, so we'll yeah. battle. I got to buy some new wedges too. I lost them. <laughs> lost them. <laughs> yeah. Of course he did, man. This guy's a mess on the golf course. His stuff's everywhere. He has no organization skills. It's a, it's a debacle. 
Well, anyway, I mean, moving from golf back to hockey. So um, you did touch on having some confidence coming back from Tampa camp. So before we even get into the preseason games and stuff like that, tell us just about camp being there um, and how that experience went for you and just being around, like seeing, seeing those absolute studs who are coming off two cups. Like, tell us all about that. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Obviously, we had the chance to play in that rookie tournament they do there, uh, similar to cards. So we were there for like a week and a half, probably with just the prospects and practiced a few times and then got to play. And it was all in Tampa, which was nice. There was no travel, extra travel for us. So we uh, played against Carolina, Nashville and Florida there. Uh, it was pretty fun. We had a good team. We went three and all in that. Um good group of guys and we were like it was pretty fun just the whole thing right you're just in Tampa for the first time for me after getting drafted like a year prior to so there's a big gap in between getting drafted and going there and then getting the chance to go there was just pretty sweet um the facility there was awesome um and just the guys too and on that prospect team was really open I got to meet a lot of them in, in Syracuse the year before which kind of made me feel more confident and the coach that I met in Syracuse so I was pretty confident going into it that I you know, it's not like you're going into a completely new team in that sense. And you played, was it one preseason game? Two, I played two preseason games. Two preseason. Tell us about that. I mean, just the first game, first of all, like how did you feel skating out in an, in an NHL rank with, you know, with some guys on the team? Like just tell us about that experience in, in the first one. Yeah, it, it was pretty surreal. I mean, it felt like I was in like my first NHL game kind of because Tampa packs the rink uh, pretty well, even during preseason games, it was pretty full and um, just walking out of the tunnel and, you know, I had shiver, like shivers and chills. It was pretty surreal. So uh, that game, we also had like Stan Coast and, and Killorn and um, I think Point was playing. And so it was pretty sweet just to play with those guys. And then the next game, it was kind yeah, of like decent. Yeah. <laughs> the other is the other wave of like the top players if you want to say like Edmund and Kucherov played the next game so getting a chance to play two games and kind of be around all of them uh, uh during the two games was pretty sweet yeah I've heard of a couple of those names you mentioned um yeah did they have the little lightning thing going when you guys scored uh I don't know I wasn't really, I don't yeah, know I if guess... I that much I remember I went to a, a Tampa game one time a couple years ago and um I just wasn't aware of it. Um, and for, for the listeners who don't know, like when Tampa scores, there's like a little lightning rod that from the ceiling that makes noise and there you can see the lightning. And I don't know, I was like sitting pretty high up near that thing and uh, they scored and it just starts going off and it was so loud up there. And I was, I got scared. I thought I was about to like get struck by that. I was like right up there, but um, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's pretty cool. That's awesome, man. Just to hear that whole like playing with Rat, he, had, he had an apple too and it wasn't like a greasy one he made a sick play wheeled the net too and who'd you give it to who scored that goal patty maroon patty maroon yeah yeah that's dirty that's a, he's a sniper <laughs> <laughs> he's a grizzled vet now that's unreal <laughs> he's got to be whatever like probably 15 well how old is he he's got to be like 15 years older than you i don't know yeah it was assisted i think it was like patty maroon assisted for me and Corey perry which is like the weirdest thing ever for me to look at <laughs> oh my god that's crazy actually wow do you do you think like you know i'm here like i fit with these guys like this is like you know i'm, I'm so close does that cross your mind or do you still feel like pretty far from it no honestly i felt so comfortable during the games um when you're playing with players that good it, it honestly makes your job as a defenseman a little bit easier like you know where these guys are going to be you know they're going to be in good spots um so kind of like helped me you know just have more confidence with the puck and you know before the game they all told me like just relax and and play your game and stuff like that obviously it's a pretty normal thing to say but it is true if you just don't think about all that sort of stuff and just play I honestly felt like I fit in pretty well and got some good minutes and um, I thought I played very well in those two games as well mm -hmm. and obviously like you playing well there helps your world junior chances as we mentioned before you went to the camp and you want to just quickly elaborate on what the camp was like? I know you guys went down there as in Calgary, so you want to talk about that? Yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. I mean, it, I think it was, what was it, in June or July, maybe. Yeah. And um, so we went down there, and we had a good group of guys there. Actually, it was pretty fun hanging out at the hotel and stuff. I met a lot of new guys, and the camp was good. It was it was tough, not going from like summer skates where maybe you're not going 110, percent maybe you're just floating a bit. And then uh, going right into that and everyone's like 
competing for a spot in the world junior team. It, it, it was, uh, it was, it was really hard and, um, but, uh, it was honestly a good experience. Yeah. Cause I remember you got like you and fats and other guys were there and you guys were texting and you're like, Holy, I'm so sore after day one, just the hips are seizing up out there and stuff, but. Yeah, it's just completely different than the, than the summer skates, right? Yeah, well, especially with your work ethic out there in summer. I mean, it's obviously going to be oh, mine's tough. Mine's better than most at Corny. What? Mine's better than most at Corny. Ah, yeah, you put in a you put in the work on three on three and stuff, but no, the boys are dogging it some days. But um, have you uh, have you thought about the World Jays at all? Like, has it crossed your mind this season? Obviously. I know you're going to be humble about this answer, but like you have a really good chance of making it now. And like after seeing like how you've started and just kind of like tearing up the OHL, it's definitely put your name on the radar. And I was just like, this guy's going to be the number one D. He's going to be the number one D in all of Canada here soon. So, but yeah, is it like, have you thought about it at all? Uh, a little bit. I mean, that's a, that's a big goal of mine. Um, on that team I've thought about it like my whole life basically just watching it at Christmas so it's definitely a goal that I set for myself at the start of this year and um, you know I'm just going to keep playing my game and if, if that happens to come up then that'd be uh, the best experience probably of my life to play on that team so I'm just going to keep working hard though and see what happens. And Rask you want to know a sickening thing about JT so like when he was younger he was a huge like Caps fan and like he loved uh Ovechkin and like Salmon and those guys and he I remember like I could have sworn we were watching World Juniors and this guy would be like cheering for Russia cheering the games and oh, stuff. I don't 100% you were because yeah I remember you, you just loved Ovi so much so <laughs> really young might have been really young when that was going on yeah he had no idea but now he's going to be representing the red and white here this year so that'll be sick wow yeah, I mean, I'll, I'm looking forward to that and, and following along that, uh, the camp and stuff. I'm excited for that. And it's in Edmonton this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Wow, man. That would be sick playing at home and finally in front of fans. Um, but yeah, I don't want to like jinx it. We don't need to talk about it too much, but that, that, that'll be really cool. Um, let's get into some NHL predictions for you. So first of all, I can, I can guess what your answer is going to be, but who do you think is going to win the Stanley Cup this year? Have Bay Lightning. Figured. Um, cards. We. I mean, we talked about this. We both said Colorado like before the season started. But do, do you wanna, you know, like two weeks into the season or whatever, anyone, uh, maybe Buffalo, like catch your eye? <laughs> Bro, have you seen the Sharks? Yeah, the Sharks are buzzing too. Yeah, right? the Sharks look really good, and so does Tippers, Florida Panthers. They look yeah, unreal. Florida looks, Florida looks yeah. real. Good. I want to yeah. just throw out there that like this interview is like a lot of just like kind of us just talking to JT and stuff. And if you want to hear more of the actual about his career side, go to our other episode. I don't know which one it was, but Rask, I'm sure you got me teed up right now. Um, I'm trying to pull it up. (laughs) Oh, Uh oh, yeah, here we go. Uh, Episode 10. There we go. If you want to listen to the career backstory more, go to episode 10, check it out. Um, Yeah. But like cards, you said, we kind of already went through all the, the past stuff with JT. So if you want to hear that, go back episode 10, check it out. But um, who's going to lead the NHL in points this year? Uh, it's got to be McDavid. I mean, the guy's on a tear. He, I think he has 13 in his first six or something like that. Putting up numbers like you, man. Yeah, legit. <laughs> same same stat line as JT. It's <laughs> thickening. <laughs> oh, um, okay, this is like two questions. For, first one, who's going to be the biggest surprise team to make the playoffs? Oh, um, I think I honestly think Montreal can turn it around. I know they've had a bit of a tough start, but I feel like once they get a, if you know Price come back, obviously or Edmonton, I think they could probably turn it around. I mean, they have a good culture there, and, and I feel like they won't play that bad all year. You know what I mean? I feel like they're at some point they're gonna turn it around. Okay, and then who's gonna be the biggest surprise team to miss the playoffs? Like someone who's expected to make it and will miss. Uh. Honestly, maybe the Leafs, like, they have not looked good at all. Um, yeah. So, what we'll Rask might not, A, Rask might not even air this episode after you said that. Yeah. Uh, you, can, you can admit it. There's no way you, you got to be able to admit that. I This morning, um, 
I uh, I was thinking like they might actually miss the playoffs. Like I was thinking it this morning. I mean, they look horrible right now, but similar to like what you said about Montreal, I don't think it's going to last. I think they're going to turn around and they're going to put up some, some numbers, but yeah, I mean, looking at them right now, I wouldn't be surprised if they, if they missed it. And you know, the superstars are having a slow start to the season. Maybe uh, they're playing lazy in the three on three summer skates like you JT. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. That does it for the NHL stuff. We'll go into the JT since you've, been on last we've in re, like we've put in a bunch of new things we got what do we got personality questions hard-hitting questions and then obviously the fan questions at the end um so yeah we'll get into the personality questions first get to know you a little bit better let the fans get to understand who you are so how would your teammates describe you um uh that's a good one i think i did definitely say i'm pretty funny i mean kind of a little bit of a jokester sometimes, but maybe a quiet jokester, as you know, Cardsy. Uh, well, I'd probably say funny. Um, obviously, being a leader on this team is pretty big for me, so I feel like they got a lot of respect for me in that sense. And, um, you know, we got some good young guys on this team. I actually really like this team we have. Yeah. Uh, moving to the other organization, if you're stranded on an island with three other members of Tampa Bay Lightning, who would you want them to be? Anyone in the organization. Yeah, prospects or yeah, yeah prospects, sure. staff, yeah. Or okay, well, we'll have we'll say that one of them has to be like a player on the team. On Tampa, yeah. Okay, um, I think I'm gonna start it off with Patty Maroon. <laughs> I think he's got to be on that on that list. Um, I'll go with him. I'll go with my roommate. In Syracuse, and my roommate in Tampa, Declan McDonald, plays for uh, Kitsch. Uh, we spent a lot of time together, so him. And then, um, oh, it's a tough one. You know what? I honestly might go with uh, Hugo Almafelt, my buddy from Sweden. Uh, if you watch, he's a pretty funny kid, and uh, he's always making jokes. Even He had the mic on in camp, and it was hilarious. Uh, so I think I'd go with him. Yo, JT, you want to hear something crazy? I forgot to even tell you this. So our import here in uh, in Barrie this year is named Oscar Olson, and he uh, he's a first-rounder of the Colorado Avalanche, for those who don't know. And he's, like, really good friends with Hugo. So really? I, was wearing, I was wearing the Syracuse hoodie the other day at his house, with the one that you brought home for me, like, the, from there. And uh, he goes, Syracuse. He goes, where do you get that? And I was like, why does this guy know what Syracuse is, whatever? And then sure enough, he's like, yeah, my buddy Hugo Onfelt or whatever, however you say his name is. He's like, yeah, we're like really good buddies. They play together in the SHL. So I was telling him that you were boys with him. So he was all over that, loving it. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, beauty. From what I heard anyway, that's what uh, Oli was saying to me. He said he's a stud. So um, how, do you, how do you eat a cupcake? Ooh. I eat the top and the icing at the same time, um, and then depends on the bottom. I don't know. Sometimes I'll eat it. If, it depends how sweet it is, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> if it's dry, throwing it out. Top, top is the best with the icing, though. Yeah. Yeah. If the icing's too rich, it kind of ruins it. Yeah. Now nah, you're a big sugar guy, so I'm a big icing guy too. Yeah, icing's but but definitely the top's the best part. But I'm I'm with yeah, icing. I know cards. You're not you're not an icing. You're not a sugar guy. Yeah, I try to limit my sugar. I mean, JT's the king of sugar. The guy loves drinking pops and stuff too, so he can well, he can handle that. Whoa, I don't know about that. I'm pretty I'm pretty good right now. Yeah, you're tame in season. At this, okay, let's go with at the start of the at the end of the hockey season for the, like the first two three weeks that we get home. You and you enjoy your pops at OGC. Yeah. Yeah, like I love them too, but I, I try to go to diet now because you just gotta watch out for my uh for my face, right? You gotta do skincare routine and stuff, keep it nice and uh, clean. Yeah. Arask? Yeah, you're doing a lot of media stuff, right? Host of a podcast, gotta keep it keep it nice. Yeah, you gotta look good. Uh, actually today, on. sorry to sorry to jump in. Today, uh at practice, I was I mean, maybe I could could have saved this for another part of the podcast, but I was wearing my showbound hoodie and uh I don't know. I've worn it before practice, but I guess like no one really saw it. And everyone was like saying they want to buy them now. They think they're really cool. And they are, by the way. So you can check them out. DM the Instagram if you want to buy one. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we got to we gotta start getting some showbound hoodies out to, out to people, I think. How's Roach doing? 
he's oh my god we talked about him on the podcast i'm are we, i can't give him another show bound bump but he's doing really well i'll just yeah, I, I was pumping his tires a few episodes ago but he scored two goals in the first preseason game um he was looking real good in practice so <laughs> he's impressed he's uh good funny man. guy man i didn't know he's, he's pretty loud in the room so yeah no yeah he's he's a hoot and holler as we talked about last time uh okay let's get back on track here yep. who's your celebrity crush uh, probably Margot Robbie. Yeah, good pick. Isn't that yours, Curtis? Uh, yeah. If if you could pick one superpower, what would it be and why? Uh, probably be able to fly. I, think, I don't know why, but I think that'd be sick. Just buzz around. You yeah. play quick rounds of golf if you could fly. Um, yeah. what's your favorite movie and what's your favorite TV show? My favorite movie's always been Miracle on Ice. Uh, since I was a little kid, I've always watched that. I think that's a sick movie. I probably watched it like fifty times. I think I probably know. Like I know every scene in that movie. So that's definitely my favorite movie. Favorite TV show. Tyler um, Banks' TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good call, actually. I yeah. I'd say Banks. I love that show. Why? Why yeah. are you asking if it's a TV show? I don't know. I was just confused for a sec. No. Yeah, it's Netflix. It's not. Oh even yeah, Netflix. I mean, it counts as a show, though. I mean, like, yeah, yeah it's a show. It's a show. Yeah, it's a show. Has- the t- the TV part screwed me up there when I was thinking. That actually yeah. ties into one of the fan questions later, but we'll just re- just remember we'll get back into that. Um, <laughs> one one song that always gets you fired up before a game. Uh, dreams and nightmares. Yeah, I think we've heard that on. Who said before. that? Yeah, it was like one or two episodes ago. We we heard that one. Yeah, uh, I want to say it was a. Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, whatever. But that's a seems to be a popular one. Um, all right, let's take it into some hard hitting questions here, and we got we got a good one right off the bat. Um, what is the meaning of true love? That's a good one. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. True love, maybe when you just want to be with someone really bad, and you know you respect each other and uh, care about each other a lot. All right, I'll take it. Would you rather create a world-renowned piece of art and not get credit for it or get credit for it, but you didn't actually create it? This is like a New York Islanders question. Yeah, come on. I'd just probably take the credit if I didn't do it. <laughs> I like that. No, I like that he's being honest. I, I was pretty sure you wouldn't say that, and I, I respect it completely. No, yeah, I don't know. That, that's such a tough question, though, Rask, because, like, it's just like that's like the worst feeling in the world, not getting credit for something that you like legit put your heart into. Yeah, no, I would truthfully take the credit if I like I, yeah, I would take the credit too. I'm just being honest. Like, are you up in the world, man? <laughs> What's your answer, cards? Ah, you're taking the credit, everybody. I know that. Ethics and morals, boys. Uh, I don't know. Sure, yeah, I'll take the credit. Nah. <laughs> um okay uh last one here do you think that artificial intelligence will one day overrun humans uh, yeah probably i mean eventually i think that's bound to happen i agree yeah cards we've never asked you about this what do you think on that or did we ask you i don't know yeah i don't i don't even know but i, I feel like to a certain extent yeah but like obviously jt's not going to be walking the line and feeding a robot a one t like it's it's still no, they're gonna just be... gonna kill us man like it'll be like one day there's just gonna be it'll just overrun the world there's no it's man. inevitable not gonna, they can't take over the world they're not gonna be able to just run a society what is eventually that? they will not not in, not like in our lifetime like at some point in the future i think it's inevitable there's no way it can't happen in my opinion okay so if if that's gonna happen we'll have to hand this podcast down to our future relatives and uh they can continue this and we'll figure that out one day it'll be yeah, it's keep, it's gonna keep going we're, we're doing the pod until robots take over the world yeah jt will be on his son will be on his son will be on it'll just keep going <laughs> um all right fan questions um i'm reading over the fan questions right now and there is a few in here that are a little bit dicey and uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna veer away from them because you asked me to before before we came on. So there were so many that we can't say. Like there was many fan questions that I feel just shouldn't have been in there if you read them cards. Yeah, no, it's I probably it's all of our buddies messing <laughs> yeah. with us. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, it probably is realistically. Um, okay, we'll go. Uh, I'll do the ones that I know uh, you want to answer. So, who's the funniest guy you met at Tampa camp? Well, I hate to go back to it, but Hugo. I mean, uh, I mean, it's kind of a repetitive answer, but he's pretty funny. But even like, if I go with an older guy, maybe, um, like Matthew Joseph's pretty funny. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Wait, wait, steering away from the first question, though, cards, eh? Yeah, no, that was requested. Okay. All right, um, all right, JT. And he knows exactly what we're talking about, too. Okay. It's not on here. I don't even know if you said it in the first one, but I know you got new a new a new stick this year, and it's the same one I'm using. So do you want to tell the people your stick and stacks? Yeah. Um, it's a true catalyst 9x, I think they're called. Yeah. Um I got the the blue the blue graphic for the Sudbury uh, team, and then I got four corner grips, um, and I think the curve's called. It's like a P twenty eight, but it's like feels like there's more toe and, and it's a bit longer of a blade. So I don't know, might be like a different style curve for for True, but it's like a P twenty eight. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but whoever I, I might have to get some ship down. I actually we play JT on, uh, on Thursday Rask and. So maybe I'll get him to give me some of his sticks because they're so hot right now. Oh, I wish I could come for that game. I want to go. Uh, I want to start going to some games and saying hi to people we've had on the pod and like see you more cards and stuff like that. I, when I was yeah. at the, oh yeah, actually we'll save this for the other part. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm actually looking forward to that. I mean, I've never, I've never beaten JT in an OHL game. Oh yeah, because Sudbury absolutely kicked the the Colts eight times that year that when we were there and Andy beat me in sack uh, like it's it's not been a good go for me against the Wolves so this Thursday we got to turn that around I mean how I can't lose every game to them so I'm definitely coming out I'm gonna give it my all to make that uh make that change because I'm sick of hearing about it um you guys okay should we already, what you guys should have a tilt center ice tilt that would be insane, actually. I'm glued right now. Our our parents wouldn't be happy with us, though, if we no. fall. Next thing you know, I we already talked about the golf club story, too. I just have this guy getting zipped up again. Yeah, that story. <laughs> Moving on, this one ties back to our uh, our question earlier, and you responded out of banks. So is Madeline Klein overrated or underrated, in your opinion? Well, I think she does get a lot of credit, but she is hot. So that's a tough one. I mean, I'd say, I'd say she may be a bit overrated just because there's so there's a lot of hype around her. But she is hot. Okay. Is she single now? I saw this rumor. I don't know if it's true. Do we know that? I saw that. I don't know though. Okay, it'll be awkward shooting season three. I don't know. Yeah. What'd you say, Kurt? Start sending your applications, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know. Oh my um, God, I want to bring this one up. When we had Cole Cylinder on the podcast, someone tagged us in this on a on TikTok. But remember how he said uh, we talked about a celebrity crush. He said Charlie D'Amelio and one. He said Tate McRae, the other girl. Remember? And I posted that clip. Yeah. Now Tate McRae follows him on Instagram. Shut no. up. No, it's true, man. <laughs> there we go. See, we did that for Silly. That's all us, and maybe it's the fact that he's scoring goal. goal. Mm-hmm. What? For show goal. Yeah, I mean, yeah. is it it was it the pod or was it his goal? Well, the, we know. post that clip on TikTok. She's a big TikTok person, and we had a lot of views on that video. So I think maybe it stumbled across her page. I don't know. So are we saying Margot Robbie's gonna follow JT here soon? <laughs> well, we might have to clip it. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what we can do for him. Um, here's a question, and I don't know who this is from, but you'll be able to tell me right away. Uh, do you have a tire gauge handy in your car? <laughs> what? A tire gauge. Oh, uh, no, I, I don't know. Probably not. Who asked Who's this question? <laughs> I, oh, it's dude, got- it might be a uh... cap. Oh, it wasn't cap. I don't know who it was. Ben Pickle, maybe. Remember that time? Who was, who are we going? Yeah, to yeah. I think that, I think it was him. Yeah. Remember we were going to Toronto cards and like, we saw your buddy from school at the gas station. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. I forgot about that. 
that's got to be it. But no, I don't. I thought okay. I thought it was gonna be. I thought it was Cap. Maybe like you hurt your tire on the cottage roads or something. Cap said something. Of course he did. You know what? Kev's been quiet on the fan questions, man. He was buzzing like every episode he would ask a question, but he only, yeah, it's been a bit. What did he say? Actually, that brings me to my next thing that I wanted to bring up. JT, why don't you tell the fans what your favorite showbound episode is of all time? Yeah, I was talking to cards about this a couple days ago, maybe, and I re-listened to the Ethan Kevin and Brennan Cole interview, and I was dying laughing. I think it's the best one. Yeah, you would have liked some of the stuff we cut out of that, too. I was, yeah, I, was in, I was listening to it though a lot yeah remember because we were doing it in sweden rask yeah. oh yeah yeah <laughs> well a couple of people asked about just going back to your nhl draft and i know we talked about it on episode 10 but it says uh reaction to getting drafted by tampa so just let's go in detail like what your nhl draft was like one more time for for the new listeners yeah when i got picked i mean i just finished like it was kind of like right after the cup was handed out that year so I just was finished watching like them play four rounds and stuff. And I mean, I think I said this last time, but if you don't think about that right after you get drafted, like what they just accomplished or anything like that, you're just excited. And then probably like the next day, like I realized that, you know, I was drafted to the team that just won the Stanley cup and all that stuff. So, I mean, I, I didn't really think about it till later on, but it was pretty sweet. Like once it sunk in that I was drafted by them. We always ask the players who come on here, like, did you have a lot of, contact with them uh did you have a good feeling about them and i remember like leading up to the draft i was like do you have a good feeling on any team he's like yeah like tampa jt tell everybody like you that was like like tell everyone like kind of the feeling you had going and why you did yeah i mean i had probably like so many phone calls with them and the most ever anyone by far and you know i was talking to rob kitamara one of their scouts card you know them a bit yeah oh yeah <laughs> And then, so I, was talking to him, I was talking to him a lot, like just uh, right before the draft, like probably once a week leading up to the draft. So I just felt confident in that team. And um, when they were picking in that pick, I kind of had a little feeling that I was going to go there. I don't know why, but just because they were the team that I felt most confident with. And they already picked some forwards uh, before the end of the third. So when they came around, I just felt confident in that pick. And it, it was pretty sweet. All right. Um, this one. I don't know if you'll be able to answer on the spot, but are you, is there anything you're just scared of like in the world, like spiders? Like... <laughs> I mean, I hate, I hate snakes. Like I okay. actually hate snakes aren't too popular. I think among most people, that's not a bad answer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this one, <laughs> I don't know if there's an answer for this one. <laughs> that's rude of me. What's the best thing about living in Sudbury? <laughs> um, I have great belts here. I, they have, they're awesome. They feed me really well. And I've been here for three and a half years or whatever. So I'm really comfortable here. And um, so that's probably my favorite part. Other than that, you know, the boys are good. I like hanging out with the boys. Or I'm going to the movies tonight at 6.45. So that's big. Yeah, we got to get you going soon then. So maybe we'll go one more. Um, uh this one's actually what what yeah. what movie are you going to watch because we have team movie night tonight too yeah james bond oh yeah i think we were gonna watch that and then the boys switched it to like venom i'm pretty sure i want to go see the james bond I saw, I saw venom with the boys uh a couple weeks ago is it good not bad yeah it kind of got repetitive because i watched the first one the night before ah and it's like similar thing so i, I was kind of disinterested but i was crushing candy <laughs> good good guy um okay last one uh just this one might be tough too but what's your best hockey experience um definitely definitely one of them was playing in that preseason game in tampa that's probably the most like like nervous and like chills and like feeling that you almost made it that i've got so that's probably the most exciting and then if i played bad i probably wouldn't have said that but since i played pretty good it, it was uh one of my good experiences i love it um yeah that's all really for me cards you got anything no just see a thursday try not yeah. to bring your game because i need some uh the tables <laughs> to turn here in the series <laughs> yeah i will see a thursday yeah big one that's all the all the uh showbound viewers and listeners wherever check out that game on the ohl tv if you want to see two showbound people going at it so um yeah 
JT, thanks for coming on again, man. It's always a, a pleasure to talk. Maybe uh, I'll see you guys ever play in Niagara soon. Yeah, I think we I think we play there. We play there like back to back on my birthday, actually, March 19th, March 20th. Oh, that's far from now, though. But yeah, okay, well, I'll probably be there around then. But yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know who to say good luck to for Thursday. So just neither of you, good luck, I guess. Um, and, good luck to both. Yeah, good luck to Cardsy. I'll go Cards. <laughs> that's messed up. Cheers. Cheers. I love that. That's good support out of you, Rask. Um, but yeah, from me, thanks for coming on, bud. Go enjoy your movie. Yeah, thanks for having me, boys. Okay, I want to thank Jack Thompson for that. That was my third take saying that simple line. Um, but uh, yeah, that was a good interview. And it, it's it's very conversational with him, very easy because we're both comfortable. Obviously, you're really tight with him. And we've spoken a few times, him and I. So um, it's easy. And I was actually just saying like to JT, uh, it's it's really fun doing it. I mean, every interview is so fun. But when you're comfortable with the guy, like, it kind of makes it, I think the listeners can sense it, right? Like, would you agree with that? Yeah, I don't know. We always talk about comments. So let us know if you can kind of sense when we're like close with the guys and stuff. But like, yeah, yeah, it definitely makes it a little bit more comfortable. But at the same time, it's super cool to meet guys that we don't really know and kind of hear their stories as well. For, so For sure. Yeah, don't, I don't want it to be taken as like, we don't want to be interviewing guys. You don't know, because we want to, because that's like the majority of the NHL. Um, yeah. But yeah, uh, just going back to the comment thing, you get any, uh, you make a decision on your hair cards. There were a few comments about it. Yeah. You know, I'm, I was on the fence and stuff and I think I'm going to go tomorrow and get a haircut or at least at some point this week, I, I need a little trim. I don't want to let it get out of hand. So I'll take care of that. And then I'll be looking pretty dapper for next week. At Epi. Okay. Um, so before we get to the NFL stuff, you finally watched Squid Game, the rest of it. So spoiler alert right now, if you haven't watched Squid Game, we're going to finally talk about it. But we've warned you guys for like two weeks that this episode, we're going to talk about it. So you finished it. Just what do you think about it? Uh, I wasn't over the moon about the show. It was a little bit weird. Uh, it's obviously tough to watch with the subtitles and stuff like that, or like the lip reading and stuff. But pretty good show. Like it keeps you coming back every episode. They leave you on a cliffhanger and stuff. But I was like, I was shocked when I saw the old man being like the head of the show. So that, that was pretty crazy for me. That was like the last thing I would expect. That was a massive twist, which is kind of cool. And the other one was that uh, the guy, the, the front man was the policeman's brother or whatever. And he actually shot his own brother. I couldn't believe it. And I was so upset when that guy died too, the cop. I know that was, that was, that was pretty crazy too. And then to think that we're going to have another season as well is yeah. uh, I mean, it's crazy. I don't even remember the main character's name, but he was like, he doesn't use any of the money. And then he runs into another guy getting looped in to come to the game again. So I don't know. We're going to see what happens, but I'm expecting a squid game too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It was, they definitely set it up perfectly for a second season. I'll, I'll watch it. I actually really liked it. It was, um, it was good. It was sometimes, sometimes it was hard to watch, but it was overall, I liked it and I will be watching the, the second season, but, uh, yeah, I mean, pretty pretty cool show, I guess. It was I don't know really how to sum it up because it was so unusual but just fascinating. Like it kept drawing me in, but I mean, let's talk a little bit about the NFL now. You want to take it away? Yeah, well, I mean, I'll let you talk about your teams next, but the Cowboys had a bye week. Uh so we're we're sitting pretty right now coming out of it. Uh, just looking forward to the next weeks to come. I know I'm buckling down every Sunday that I can, and I know I got next Sunday off, so I'm looking forward to sitting on the couch and watching them Cowboys get another win in the column. How about you? Yeah, the Bills had a bye week too, but the Packers won. I actually, like, as much as I own the Packers, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't even care about them. Like, um, that was a weird-sounding sentence, but you know what I mean. Everyone knows what I mean. <laughs> As much as like, as much as like, I'm I'm the owner of the Green Bay Packers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but I'm just fired up about the Bills. I like the Bills just because that because of the city, man. Everyone here loves the Bills. Even at practice today, like the boys were rocking Bills jackets and stuff. And um, it's just cool because it feels like such a Bills city over here in the Niagara region. And so I just have to like them more than the Packers. It is what it is. I mean, I still like the Packers. I just don't really care. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, what else we got? Anything we want to talk about here at the end? But uh, oh, the weather! I wanted to talk about the weather. You're always going on about the weather. It's been horrible this week, bro. I was just looking outside the window and I was like, I was thinking about my outro, what I'm gonna say, and I see like a little 
pumpkin on my uh, TV. It says like five TV. It's got a carved pumpkin, whatever and stuff. So I was like, oh, we'll have a spooky week or something like that as we're leading up to Halloween. Something quirky. And I'm like, you know what? The weather's been terrible. So I'm going to mention that. So I know you're not done. Maybe you are. I don't know. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Like that's pretty much all I have. You can take it away. All right. And uh, before I send it to my outro, uh, we had some big news this week. I guess it's not news. It happens on the same day every single year. But uh, Rask turned 23 this week. So a couple clicks for him. And uh, everyone go in the comments and uh, just wish him a happy belated birthday and all that. He's getting to be an old man here. Uh, you can tell he's uh, kind of hobbling around. His oh, my God. Hurt. Yeah, dude. So it was the day before my birthday. We had a game and I was walking up the stairs to like where we do our like our our little analytics team or wherever they go. And I was walking up to just like get the clipboards from them and take a look. My knee is killing me. And I'm like, Oh my God, like I'm aging so fast right now. Like, I'm like I don't know what it feels fine now, but that was the first thought in my head. I was like, 23 is hitting me like an absolute wall. Yeah. And that ties right into my next thing. The weather, the weather's getting to your knee as well. And uh, <laughs> with that being said, I'll kind of continue on with my outro. Happy birthday, Rask. Um, also, thanks again for getting that trophy. 50 episodes it's been an amazing ride so far looking forward to our next 50 uh we're going to be coming strong every single week and creating amazing content for you guys so enjoy the crappy weather have a spooky week as i said i was going to throw something corny in there we got <laughs> halloween so enjoy that uh have fun trick-or-treating for all the kids going back out there and uh yeah with that being said we'll see you next week Peace.